Hey, what's going on, Setting Stages audience? Welcome to another installment of Backstage with Eddie Mack. So, this is the spinoff show. For those of you who are just joining Setting Stages, this is the spinoff show that I started on the same channel as Setting Stages so that I can give more of an intimate personal monologue style uh, podcast for you to listen to. Now, I'll talk about anything, really. A lot of it, though, is maybe a past experience that I've had or maybe a learning that I've that I've been experiencing currently, and it's my way of expressing what those learnings are from past and present, and I'm hoping that this can maybe serve as a portrayal for you to take action in your life. So take it for what you will. Uh, Some of it is my opinion, and again, this is just one man's experience, but this is one regular man doing irregular things. That was really corny, I know. All right, well, Welcome to the show, guys. This is the fourth installment of Backstage with Eddie Mack. Let's go. Backstage with Eddie Mack. When I was a kid, I was teased for my thick Filipino accents, like uh, F's sounded like P's, V's sounded like B's, and a word like favorite sounded more like beborit. My aunties and uncles in the Filipino family that I grew up in all taught me how to speak English when I arrived in the United States at the young age of three years old. Yes, my aunts and uncles in the Filipino family used English as their second language. They taught me English, if that gives you some perspective. And in my kindergarten class, my teacher called in my mom one day to discuss a test that our class took that I failed at miserably. Basically, what it was was a picture of a scene of several people crossing the street, cars, buildings, and it was just, uh, think of it as a crosswalk, and it was just a scene in a city, and the test was a listening test where we were given a picture of a little girl and her family, and the teacher would say something like, place the bow on the girl's head, And then we would need to glue out a little cutout bow and place it on the girl's head. Well, being that I didn't know what a bow was, I glued a ball to her head. A bow at the time when I was in kindergarten, I knew a bow to be a ribbon. And if the teacher had just said ribbon, I wouldn't have put the ball on the girl's head. I just couldn't find what a bow was. I was thinking bow and arrow. So I failed, and my teacher was concerned, and she talked to my mom about her concerns about my listening skills, and really it was just my understanding, cognitive understanding of English. I sucked at English, but I got better over the years. In fact, I took honors and AP IB English all throughout my high school career. I studied telecommunications management at DeVry University, and I hated every single freaking class except for one writing and comprehension. I found myself actually writing poetry, which led to the creation of an open mic group that we called Napkin Journals, and we met weekly. I performed in cafes all throughout San Diego, and there was open mics that I was invited to from different poets and poetry crews to do these spoken word performances. 
And I just felt euphoric being on stage. It just felt right. I've even been asked to give speeches on my dance team, well, my previous dance team, Choreo Cookies, and before competitions, uh, during the weeks of rehearsals when the team just seemed like they need a little reset button of motivation or inspiration, I was called in to speak on topics like teamwork, sacrifice, leadership, anything that you can think of to help the team refocus and bring balance back. I was asked to speak in front of them to bring them back to that balance. Although I was blessed with some really cool experiences, I never actually took notice of how much passion I actually had for my writing and my speaking. I I guess I didn't think much of it because, honestly, in a Filipino family, traditionally, if you weren't going to become a doctor, an engineer, a lawyer, or something in the technology field, you weren't going to... F- really make anything of yourself at all. And so English and writing or speaking could never really work for me as a career, or so I thought. And now this is all starting to change. I've received a text message the other the other day, and um, it was really cool. It was from an old co-worker of mine who now lives in Florida, and she said something to the effect of, there's something bigger for you out there than just doing this job. You've got a passion for speaking for a reason, and it's to impact people to their core. And that really resonated with me. I mean, it's one thing that I know that I'm pretty good at something, but when somebody else tells you that, it just reaffirms that you've got some something special, some kind of talent. And that meant a lot to me. Um, yeah, so I'm not a speaker by trade. Um, I'm not paid to be one, and yet I really enjoy being a speaker. That's why I've started this podcast. That's why I write introductions and speak introductions and outros to each and every single one of my episodes because I just want to talk. I like the sound of my va- my, my voice. Look, what it boils down to, listener, is that I've been posting these Instagram stories, I've been posting Instagram pictures, Facebook blogs back in 2012, and now I've got this podcast because I want to encourage you to fucking believe in yourself. I'm not trying to throw you some kind of like hoorah and be your cheerleader. I want you to actually listen and follow along my story of my struggle of me trying to figure out what my calling is because I've finally taken action and it's taking, taken me six years to get to a point where I'm hosting a freaking podcast. I was writing blogs on Facebook in 2012. People were giving me great feedback and they loved what they were hearing. My, my aunties and uncles, the same ones that taught me English, said that I should write a freaking book. I'm working on that. But the thing is, I'm working on it. I'm not just saying it. I'm not just doing this this Instagram thing for freaking shits and giggles. I want to encourage you, find that thing. Find that moment that makes you feel unstoppable. And whatever that thing is, amplify those talents. You've got it. You've only been given a pat on the back for them, but it's about time that you take action and actually do something. Make something of what your spirit really desires. Do it for the naysayers. Do it for the kindergarten teacher that couldn't understand you. But most of all, do it for you. Shel Silverstein, he wrote, Listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibles, the won'ts. 
listen to the never haves, then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. Let's go. Backstage with Eddie Mack. Hey, thanks so much for listening, guys. I appreciate your time. Whether it's your morning walk, your morning jog, or your evening run, or maybe you're picking up the kids from school, I just thank you for giving me the time of day. Um, and your listening ear really does mean a lot to me. Listen, if this was any value to you, or if this episode is your first one, I'd really love your feedback. If you can give me some some ratings on whatever platform that you're on, it would be great. It would be even more meaningful that if this really struck a chord with you, or if any of my previous episodes have ever made a difference positively for you, a five-star rating, a top rating in any platform that you're listening to would be super helpful. What it does is helps this podcast gain some relevance in that platform so that other listeners like yourself can hopefully gain some value the way that you have hopefully gained some value from me. Again, I appreciate your guys' time. Nonetheless, your feedback is super meaningful to me. If you want to connect with me via Instagram, that is where I'm most active. You can find me at underscore Eddie Mac. Again, that's at underscore Eddie Mac. I'm also just starting to kind of get things going on Twitter. I used to be super active before. I totally fell off the bandwagon, but you can find me on Twitter. Force me to start talking to you guys. I think that's the greatest platform that I can probably become a little bit more personal instead of these curated pictures and stories and stuff like that on Instagram, but you can find me on Twitter at Eddie Macaranis. I know that's a mouthful. That's at Eddie Macaranis. Macaranis is spelled M-A-C-A-R-A-N-A-S. Thank you guys so much once again. Have yourselves an awesome day. Go about your day with purpose, with passion, and let's go.